Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes. Bill Cosby defiantly proclaims innocence after being sprung from prison. So does this mean that Bill Cosby is innocent? Not necessarily. So the thing that you got to really understand about this situation is that it's a really weird situation, right? Now, it's pretty obvious that Bill Cosby basically probably did some pretty heinous things. But the reason why this is such a big deal is that it goes to show you that technically speaking, within the legal system, there is, I guess, apparently some standards involved in it and the reason why i'm saying that is that apparently bill cosby like this is the reason why bill cosby is released at the time of this recording right apparently in a civil case the prosecutor within the civil court uh, civil case basically promised to bill cosby like hey no matter what We are not going to criminally charge you for, you know, your alleged assault, right? Basically telling him like, hey, whatever you say here, we are not going to charge you for this criminally, right? As long as you don't play the fifth, right? And of course... Bill Cosby ended up agreeing to that. Now, that was, again, under the assumption that this agreement would hold firm, that he would be willing to say whatever he was going to say and end up basically not facing criminal charges based off anything that he said within the civil case, right? Now, there was some discussions of whether or not that was, you know, Right, or if you could actually use that original prosecutor for as a like a witness on the whole thing, right? But the reason why he was released today was because the Supreme Court basically deemed like, hey, you know, if a prosecutor tells a person like, as long as you do this, we will do this for you. And that person ends up doing exactly what they say, then you have to hold to the agreement, basically. That's pretty much like the big summarization of this whole situation is that this isn't to say that Bill Cosby is innocent, is that basically an agreement was made and was not upheld, which is why they are doing this overturning, because the original agreement was not held. And I guess the best way to really understand it is that let's just say that there was a car accident, 
situation, right? Like there was a car accident, two people are involved, one of them being you, right? And then basically a cop were to like say, like, hey, no matter what you say here, we are not going to press charges on you criminally, right? Meaning like you might be able to be sued in this civil case, or you might have to pay like financial fines in this civil case, right? But you're not gonna face any legal replications or you know damages. Let's say like if someone were to die, right, in that car accident, like you wouldn't be charged for murder, but maybe the family could end up suing you for you know a lot of money, right? That's basically kind of like a similar situation, obviously to different degrees in different situations. But that's kind of like the way to really understand it is that like, hey, you said as long as you as long as I were to say something in this specific way without, you know, protecting myself, you're not going to press charges against me in a criminal manner. But I do hold myself open for financially being attacked, basically, right? So it's a very interesting situation. Obviously, this is not good what Bill Cosby did or allegedly did. But the thing is, if a prosecutor makes an agreement with a potential suspect and the suspect does basically what the prosecutor tells them to do for the agreement and the prosecutor or like you know the courts and all that kind of stuff don't uphold that even though the person ended up believing on that premise they're like hey there was this agreement we agreed to to do this specific thing so we need to follow through with it then you know it should be upheld one way or another it should be upheld. It's kind of like a situation where like, hey, you promised to pay me $10 if I were to give you milk on Tuesday. And if I give you milk on Tuesday, you don't give me $10. The agreement was broken on your half. But how can you, you know, blame me for whatever happened? Because I did the agreement with you and you did not uphold it, so how can you put blame on me in that situation when we made an original agreement that something would not happen, right? Like, this would happen, and nothing else would happen. So it's just a interesting situation. I mean, feel free to give your thoughts. I mean, feel free to hit the like button, whether or not you like this or not. Like, if you don't like this, hit the like button. If you do like this, hit the like button. Because no matter which way you view this, it's interesting, right? Because it goes to show to people that like, hey, if you make an agreement with like within the legal system and they do not uphold their deal, that you will hopefully be vindicated later on. Because the thing is, in this situation... I believe Bill Cosby could technically sue for being put into prison, right? Now, again, I am not saying that he is innocent or anything like that. But they broke an agreement that he made with a prosecutor, right? 
So he probably could, in a sense, just sue for millions of dollars because they put him in prison when they weren't supposed to, based off of the agreement. So it's going to be pretty crazy as to what ends up going to happen in this whole situation. Will this stay like this? I believe that for Bill Cosby, he might go for the rest of his life not ever seeing the inside of a prison ever again, right? As long as he doesn't do anything that he was alleged to do, right? As long as he, you know, stays basically away from people. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Feel free to give your thoughts if you end up stumbling upon this. I think it would be pretty interesting, right? Do you think he did any of the stuff that he's been alleged to do? If he did do it, do you think that he should stay in prison? Do you think this is good on the legal system to basically abiding by the agreement that they made with him? So I just think it's interesting. I do think that the legal system should uphold any agreements that they made with people because basically you don't want a situation where there's no faith in the legal system, right? whether it be from one side or the other kind of thing. It's like, hey, you need some sort of faith in the accountability of the legal system because you don't want to be constantly screwed over or you don't want to constantly see people, right or wrong, be constantly screwed over or their rights are completely screwed over or their agreements are completely screwed over because then that gets into a sticky situation that pretty much anyone can make any claim against you and basically you're screwed. Right, And again, not saying Bill Cosby is innocent, just saying I think it's a good thing that an agreement that was originally made did basically be upheld, right? That like a promise that was made was upheld. Because it's basically almost like a similar situation in like a moral sense, I guess you could say, of like, a witness testifying about something and them potentially not, you know, having to uh, face any criminal charges based off whatever they might be saying. It's basically like a situation where, like, let's say, like, a major, major crime happened or, like, maybe some, like, terrorist situation happened, but your sole witness might have been committing a crime during the whole thing, but based off his testimony, it could end up saving someone's life or it could end up, you know solving some sort of problem or question that might be really worthwhile to get that answer or like where the answer might be worthwhile or the outcome might be worthwhile so not saying it's good just saying it makes sense but feel free to give your thoughts robin hood is to pay 70 million dollar fine after causing widespread and significant harm to customers. So let's get right into it. So the popular investing platform Robinhood has agreed to pay nearly $70 million to the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, FINRA, to settle allegations that the brokerage caused customers widespread and significant harm on multiple different fronts over the past few years. That is the largest financial penalty ever ordered by the organization 
a non-government entity authorized by Congress to oversee hundreds of thousands of brokers across the U.S. Specifically, FINRA's investigation found that millions of customers received false or misleading information from Robinhood on a variety of issues, including how much money customers had in their accounts, whether they could place trades on margin, and more. So the inaccurate information cost customers more than $7 million, FINRA found, and Robinhood is required to pay restitution to affected users. Now, other allegations addressed in the settlement include that Robinhood approved risky options trades for thousands of users when it should not have and did not do enough to prevent system outages in March 2020 that adversely affected millions of users. Now, this specific situation, I believe, like this caused like a lot of people to lose a lot of money because they were completely locked out and were basically screwed. And a lot of them had like trades within that system, and it just completely crashed. So, Robinhood has invested in improving the platform and is building out its customer service team. And Robinhood spokesperson Jacqueline Wing Ortiz Ramsey writes to CNBC Make It in an emailed statement about the settlement. We are glad to put this matter behind us and look forward to continuing to focus on our customers and democratizing finance for all, she says. But falling short, Robinhood was launched in 2014 and attracted millions of customers, many of them first-time investors with its easy-to-use app and industry-changing commission-free trades. Now, I believe they were actually the first ones to really do this at scale. But it has come under fire multiple times in the past few years, most recently during the GameStop rally earlier this year when it restricted trading. And FINRA's investigation found that Robinhood's customer service issues go back much further. Between 2018 and 2020, for example, Robinhood failed to report tens of thousands of customer complaints to FINRA that it was required to report, the organization says. FINRA also alleges that Robinhood has negligently communicated false and misleading information at different times since September 2016. And those misleading and false statements had hurt customers financially, FINRA found. And the report also referenced the tragic story of a customer with details matching that of 20-year-old Alex Kearns, an investor who died by suicide in June 2020 after Robinhood showed a negative cash balance of $720,000 in his account. FINRA found that his balance was inaccurate and that the value of his position was half of what the account displayed. While Robinhood has offered options trading since December 2017, FINRA says it has failed to exercise due diligence before approving customers to place options trades relying on algorithms rather than people to approve customers for the risky investing move. And as a result, Robinhood approved thousands of customers for options trading who either did not satisfy the firm's eligibility criteria or whose accounts contained red flags indicating that options trading may not have been appropriate for them, FINRA writes. And finally, the company failed to supervise the technology it uses to provide its core services between January 2018 and February 2021, resulting in a series of outages and systems failures. One of these outages occurred on March 2nd and March 3rd, 2020. So during extreme market volatility, FINRA says these outages cost certain individual customers 
tens of thousands of dollars. Now, Robinhood did not admit nor deny the charges, and it's still under investigation by the SEC. And on Wednesday, the company published a blog post to highlight the changes it has implemented to address customer concerns, which you could kind of, kind of just basically say, like, this is uh, kind of bull nonsense. But feel free to give your thoughts on the whole situation if you end up stumbling upon this episode, because... No matter how you look at it, what Robin Hood did was very dirty, right? Like, no matter how you look at it, what Robin Hood did was dirty. And what they did to their own customers is extremely dirty. Like, a company shouldn't screw over their customers, especially to such a degree that they did. Now, I don't think necessarily the problem is with, like, them offering options to people who may not be uh, experienced in that. I don't think that's the biggest issue. I don't think the biggest issue was the whole free trade stocks thing. That was actually, honestly, a very key point in like the whole financial system that basically, like Robin basically forced all these other companies to basically offer free stock trades. Right, so I think that was probably the one of the biggest benefits to Robinhood, right? Other than you, you know, you potentially get a free stock from Robinhood by going to fortyandbox.com and just clicking free stock. But I think that's the biggest benefit from Robinhood is the the rate at which they pushed the whole financial system, all these brokerages. To offer free stock trades. I think that's absolutely amazing. But I think the biggest issue. When it comes to Robinhood itself. And how it basically damaged. Their customers. Is the gamification. Of Robinhood. Right. Like They basically made. Buying and selling a stock. A game. Right. And not just any game. But basically like a lottery ticket, right? For example, if you were to go to 40 com and you were to click, hey, get a free stock, right? And basically, if you've never had Robinhood before, if you click that link, you get Robinhood, you link a bank account, and you get a free stock, right? Because you get a free stock. What they would do is offer you three different, basically, uh, free stocks that you could choose from to scratch off, right? So you're literally scratching off a unknown stock for a price that could be worth a lot of money, right? So just think about that. Think about potentially getting basically a free lottery ticket that could be worth up to $500, right? Like which these free stocks are worth up to $500. So it's pretty crazy when you really think about it. Or like basically, let's say that they offer people to buy like a penny stock, right? Like maybe they offer like a really, really low cost stock. Let's say like a dollar or less, right? Well, they make it like a game that you could just keep buying it, keep buying it, keep buying it, keep buying it, right? They just gamify it so much to where they don't care whether or not people end up investing money. They only care about people transacting, right? Because you get that dopamine hit 
whether you buy a stock or you sell a stock, like it doesn't matter, right? What you end up doing. They just care about, you know, the transactions because that's where they really make their money. And so I think the biggest issue when it comes to Robinhood is just the pure gamification of trading stocks because you should really lean more towards investing long term but when something's basically turned into a game that's not what people are going to do people are going to go more so in like the swing trading day trading kind of stuff options trading maybe do margin as well try to do some like riskier trades for like the quick easy money right and you got to be really careful with that and a lot of users really got to be careful with that because there's a lot of people who started are getting involved in investing but literally know nothing and i mean nothing so you have these people just buying random stocks because they're getting that dopamine hit like yeah i just bought this 100 dollars stock oh wait it just crashed i'm going to sell everything that i have it's like it's crazy so just be safe with this but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what's what the future of robin is gonna be like but I believe if they lessen the gamification of it just a small bit, they could have a very, very long-term future.